Our chief guest for today needs no formal introduction. However, for the benefit of all present here, I would like to say a few words about him. Dr. Palanivel Tyagarajan is the son of late PTR Palanivel Rajan, a well-known politician of Tamil Nadu. His grandfather, PT Rajan, was a chief minister of Madras Presidency in 1936. He was elected to the Tamil Nadu Legislative Assembly in 2016 and 2021 from Madurai Central. He has a degree in chemical engineering from the NIT Trichrapalli, formerly REC Trichrapalli. He obtained a master's degree in operations research and a PhD at University of Buffalo. He completed his MBA in financial management at MIT Sloan School of Management. He has worked since 1990 in various international financial firms and banks. He is the Minister for Finance and Human Resource Management, Government of Tamil Nadu since May 2021. Now, may I request you sir to kindly deliver the inaugural address. The young and dynamic collector of Kwambuto Thiru Kranti Kumar Party. My friend the commissioner Mr. Pratap whose wedding I attended in Madurai. the consul general of the german republic my friend ms michaela kukla eminent and distinguished educationalist among other things dr krishnaraj wanoraya my very good friend who gave the welcome address mr g d rajkumar my uncle mr gd gopal and my auntie mrs gd gopal the trustee ms akila shanmugam who gave us a very lucid explanation of how this center came to be and the tremendous amount of effort that went into it distinguished guests ladies and gentlemen Good morning and thank you for being here to share this joyous occasion with me. I want to uh, say a few things at a personal level because of this wonderful opportunity and the memories that uh, Dr. Krishnaraj Manoraya's comments have kindled in me. First time I say that at the core of the Gandhi economic model there's actually very little to separate from the social justice economic model inclusion must be at the heart of all democratic governments and republics without inclusion without a harmonious society we are merely on a path to uh, eventual decay the minute some segment especially if it's a large segment of society does not believe the system works equitably for them then it is uh, a forbearer of decline every democracy must strive at every stage of development to keep as much equity as possible to keep everybody engaged in the game and vested in the system
I must also say that uh, I was reminded of two things when Dr. Vanavrayar spoke about R.K. Shanmugam Chetri being asked to be minister. As uh, many may know, my grandfather was a lifelong member of the Justice Party, I think the last president before the party uh, ceased to exist. I'll talk a little bit about the posthumous comments in a minute. But when, after independence in Tamil Nadu, the first, or what was then Madras state, undivided Madras state, with Andhra Pradesh still not divided, the government uh, had to be formed with a coalition because no party got a simple majority. Nehru convinced the Rajaji to come back uh, without having been elected a member, actually, for eventual MLC seat to take charge as chief minister and uh, head a broad coalition of Congress and Swatantra uh, members in order to keep the communists away, shall I say. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Rajaji, though they were politically quite uh, opposed from each other, was a close friend of uh, my grandfather, uh, P.T. Rajan. And P.T. Rajan had been the sole member elected on Justice Party ticket, and because he was only one man, they wouldn't give him a party designation. They gave him only a uh, independent backbench MLA seat in 1952, in the first Madras State uh, Assembly. And so Rajaji called my grandfather and said, you know, we are a young country. This is the first post-Republic election. There's so much work to be done. We don't have enough people who have experience as ministers. And since you're the only member of your party, you're effectively an independent, Anyway, we have a coalition government. Why don't you join the ministry and help us because we have such limited administrative depth and experience and bandwidth. And you have already been minister under Dayaki for the broader Madras presidency for many years and then briefly chief minister. So you know administration very well. And my grandfather actually declined. He thought about it and then he said, you know, at some level for a lifelong Justice Party member to be in any way associated with the Congress government would not be appropriate. So to keep my integrity, I'll not serve. I'll be in the backbench. The same way, by coincidence, I had an opportunity. I uh, came to politics, I think, on the sixth opportunity that uh, appeared. And uh, for various reasons, I was not able to, in the earlier occasions, being the only son, only child of my father and who had been the political heir of his father before him, I think it was inevitable that someday I would come to politics. But I came on the sixth occasion at the age of 50. I also declined the opportunity to be minister in 1996 when my father passed because of family considerations, our late leader, Kalingar at that time offered me the chance to come and take my father's seat through the by-election and I declined it uh, and eventually I came back. So maybe there's a time and a place for everybody and uh, I'm grateful that my chief minister has given me what I thought I would never get again when I declined it the first time. I don't think too many people get repeated offers to be minister. So I'm very glad that I'm 
where I am today. I also want to say a little bit about our long association with the G.D. Naidu family. As uh, Mr. Rajkumar has pointed out, it spans multiple decades and multiple generations. At our house in Madurai, which is called Palayam House, after our native village of Palayam, as soon as you come out the main entrance, there's a little block of houses there, which we call G.D. Naidu House in our own compound in Madurai. And what happened was that Gidi Naidu had explained to my grandfather that he had a solution to the housing problem, which was a low-cost, rapid construction, modular design, where you could actually put up something like a thousand square foot uh, building very quickly and replicate it in series. And uh, it had a standard design with a bedroom and a living room and a kitchen and a toilet and all these things. And rather than just talk about it in theory, he said he would construct it and, and show. And so they built three or four of these in a row. And that building still stands today in my house whenever we come out the main entrance in the portico. So this notion that uh, the approach to development should be abstract or theoretical, I think is uh, one way. And then through G.D. Naidu's way was to actually demonstrate and show that it could be done and what it would result in. He was a very hands-on uh, person for all his uh, innovation and uh, inventions. So for all those reasons, I'm very happy to be here today to walk down memory lane, to renew and reinvigorate my association with our old family friends. And I want to say one last thing, going back to the Justice Party. In 1968 or 69, I don't remember exactly, after the first DMK government came to power, uh, Pereringa Ranna, who had once been a member of the Justice Party, an office bearer of the Justice Party, and then had left with Periyar and then diverted from the DK and formed the DMK, held the Golden Jubilee anniversary of the Justice Party. It was overdue should have been held in 66, but the DMK only came to power in 67. And Pereringiranna, I remember the debt of gratitude. And uh, he convened the Golden Jubilee celebrations. And at those celebrations, my grandfather gave uh, a speech, a long speech, which is printed in the souvenir. And he said two things that I think are relevant today. The first thing he said, in closing, he said, the Justice Party as an institution does no longer survive. But the values it stood for are eternal. And they will last forever because men come and go, but these values are permanent. And so I think in that sense, as Anna said, bearing Anna said during his speech, when the Justice Party lost the 1937 election, and uh, the Congress leader, Satya Murthy, said, this election marks the demise of the Justice Party and the Dravidian movement, and you are now well and truly buried. And Thiruanna said, after the DMK government got elected, he said, Mr. Satyamuthi made one basic miscalculation. What was buried was not the corpse, but a seed. And now we have come back to power 30 years later because the value of our ideas is so strong. In that same speech, my grandfather said, that while we have achieved a lot in terms of social justice, inclusion, 
education for all reservations. In fact, in economic terms, we have not progressed that much. He said 20 years after independence, our citizens' lives have not really changed in a meaningful way. They have not benefited from better civic amenities, better job opportunities, better per capita incomes at the rate we should have. And he cited two examples. He said, what we need to learn from is what Japan and Germany have been able to do. In the same 20 years, after the devastation of the Second World War, after being reduced to rubble, the fact that they have grown to the level where they can offer aid to India, where they can offer technical support to set up IIT Madras, these kinds of things, is an indication of what disciplined effort, hard work, and a work ethic can achieve. So I think, you know, we must remember that all the other things we do, even as finance minister, we repair the FISC, we improve the equity, we focus on thoughtful redistribution. And yet, if we don't have innovation, if we don't have growth, if we don't have per capita productivity increasing, then there are very, very clear limits to how far we can go. And in that sense, I would say this effort that we are seeing today, this hands-on experimentation center in the Science Museum, is exactly what our future should be like. We should encourage critical thinking. We should increase the scientific temper, as Dr. Vanavrayer said, in our daily discourse, not just in technical education or skilling, but in the nature of our political and social debate and in the way we approach the naughty problems of society. In a way, the world is still awash with capital. If you look at most of the central bank balance sheets relative to 2008, even adjusting for the scale of the global economy or for inflation, there are trillions of dollars of excess liquidity right now in the system. One might argue that they are negative from a social perspective. They are regressive and they are propping up market values, but it is what it is. Right now, even including Tamil Nadu, I would say, we are not capital constrained. Where we are constrained is execution, efficiency, capability, administrative bandwidth, skilling, per capita productivity. These are the things we need to work on if we need to get to the next level. And I know that as a government, we are trying our best, including the Chief Minister's pet scheme, Nan Mudalvan. But in broad perspective, within Tamil Nadu, of course, Coimbatore stands out as a center of excellence, as a center for innovation, where there are a cluster of very high-end manufacturing companies, defense sector, machining, training, skilling. And in that pantheon, I think the GD Naidu families and the GD Charities role is unquestioned. It has been the leader, it has been the you know seed, the creator, and this is just another example of the tremendous value to human development and to the development of talent 
and eventually to per capita productivity of the adult population that is visible today that we are inaugurating today. I think the exhibits themselves were so impressive and so fascinating and bring to life concepts that most of us have studied only in abstract terms. And uh, when I went through them, I wished I had my children with me and sure enough, I'll bring them someday, much as they've already visited the other GD museums because we have the luxury of this long-standing relationship. I must also mention that uh, I too am a great believer in many of the values of uh, Mahatma Gandhi. And in Madurai, in my constituency, actually a few doors away from what used to be our townhouse in West Masi Street, is where Anal Gandhi first chose to discard his Western clothes and wear only the loincloth. And that uh, location was suffering for lack of maintenance and investment for a long time. And we have now turned that into a memorial for him. Um, and we have used the bottom of the house as a Khadi showroom. And the upper part of the house is a memorial because we also believe in those values and we want to cherish his memory. So with that, let me... Um, just encourage everybody who has a chance to go through this center, uh, those of you who are educationalists, to have your institutions uh, use the facilities, the STEM labs. I was amazed at the quality of the robotics, of the automation and manufacturing, of the miniaturization of some of the highest end um, kind of manufacturing automations that I have seen. In my, in my time, and I've been relatively fortunate in a long career to have spent about a decade as a consultant to manufacturing companies as well, though it was many decades ago. And uh, on behalf of my mother, who rarely travels, but insisted on coming with me today, and myself, I want to thank and congratulate our good friends, the G.D. Naidu family, the G.D. Gopal, Mrs. Gopal, G.D. Rajkumar, all of them, for this tremendous effort. I know how many hours of discussion and thought must have gone into creating something this fantastically good. I also want to congratulate and thank the big team that must have worked with Mrs. Akila Shunmugam's direction across many countries and acquisitions and indigenous development, which I'm very happy to hear that 50% of these have been machined and manufactured locally, which I think is indicative of Coimbatore's manufacturing and design prowess in the global stage. And I hope that this will be the forerunner, not just the one of its kind, but the forerunner for many such um, centers across the state and across the country, and that many, many of our children and future generations to come will find inspiration, will get direction and a sense of purpose from uh, visiting such centers. So thank you again for inviting me. I wish this center great success. I congratulate GD Charities, the people of Coimbatore who have got such a good center and everybody involved with this effort. Thank you very much.